While God created the world, the morning stars sang together. After God delivered Israel through the Red Sea, Moses and Miriam led the people in singing. God destroyed Israel's enemies under King Jehoshaphat while the choir sang. When Jesus was born, the angels sang, and before going to the cross, he sang. God rejoices over us with singing, and one of the only things we know for certain that everyone will be doing in heaven is singing. At New St. Andrews College, we understand that music is not an elective. It is central to our being and identity. We endeavor to train all our students in a joyful and robust musical literacy that will help them shape culture in a Christ-like direction wherever they go. Additionally, we offer the Certificate of Music in conjunction with our bachelor's degree in liberal arts and culture for students who desire extra music training beyond the regular music courses they will take as a part of the core curriculum. In the certificate program, you won't simply appreciate music or listen to it or talk about it. You will do music. You will study it, analyze it, read it, write it, sing it, and play it. You will receive private instruction in your primary instrument as well as secondary lessons in voice, piano, conducting, and other instruments. You will receive a solid foundation in music theory and analysis. You will study music history, church music, and music pedagogy. And when you graduate, you will leave with the ability to sing, play, understand, and steward music in whatever church or community you plant yourself. I'm Dr. David Erb, and this is the Certificate of Music at New St. Andrews College. Good evening. Welcome to Cosmopolitan. It is um, Thursday. Yes. Thursday. Sure about that? It's been a good week. Been a long week. Welcome to Cosmopolitan on the Five Laugh Feast Network. Pastor Toby Talk Knox. I'm the water boy. Man, we're bringing it. We're bringing it? Five days a week now. Oh. Since last May. It's been eight months, I know. Gabe. Been... Sometimes it feels like we're doing it. It's been a long eight we're months, apparently. I know, I know. Do you have a podcast or are you thinking about starting one? Does your church have a podcast feed for sermons? Mm. Thedropwave.io is for you. Killing it. Are you drinking cider again? Yeah. Whoa. It's been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cancel culture is like walking on a thin glass bridge over the Grand Canyon. Is it? Every step you take could get you killed. I mean, canceled. Okay. Since the beginning, cross-politics has been working on being anti-fragile. So no matter what happens, our content can still be delivered to you and to your TV and to your podcast. This past year, the water boy and his friend Jeremy have been working on building a podcast hosting solution for rowdy platforms like cross politics mm. so that you can be confident your podcast will never fall through that glass bridge. Oh, I see. Yep. Tied all together. Yeah. Dropwave offers seamless onboarding for shows that have been around for years to easy to use solutions for starting your own podcast today. Dropwave will track all your show's downloads by city, state, and country, and it offers network and enterprise enterprise packages for solutions. Big stuff. Like the Fight, Laugh, Fees Network, for example. Mm -hmm. Free to speak, free to podcast, free to start your journey now at www.dropwave.io. Mm. Message! HR 26, Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. Here's where we are in America. Mm. Yeah. Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. How many uh, times are you allowed to shoot them? Was debated yesterday. On was how many times? Yeah, well, was debated yesterday. And Minority Leader uh, Speaker Jeffries, um, oh. I call him the Minority Minority Leader. <laughs> and <laughs> what does that mean? He's black, so Minority Minority Leader. Oh, you know. yeah. 
Oh, okay. And uh, well, because that's important to the Congress, you know, they got intersectionality, and the Democrats elected the first black um, speaker or minority speaker of the House. Oh, okay. And so he's got minority minority status. Um, <laughs> according is that got it? You got, got it, Knox. It. Okay. Huh. Uh, well, here's what he had to say about uh, the debate um, uh, yesterday before they started actually getting into the debate. And on Wednesday. They made it clear they're going to do everything possible to impose a nationwide ban on abortion, detonate reproductive freedom, criminalize abortion care, and impose government-mandated pregnancies on the American people. That's what their legislation yesterday was all about. That's this week in extreme mega-Republican land. It's quite unfortunate. We remain committed to trying to find common ground to solve problems that the American people care about. We also remain committed to a woman's freedom to make her own reproductive health care decisions. That's a big difference between House Democrats and the extreme mega Republican agenda. I, I don't know what he's talking about because I, every Republican that I know and every conservative I know and every Christian I know Believes that a woman has the right to make her own reproductive choices, which is why she can get married or not. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, that's where Uh it starts. I don't know anybody. I don't know one conservative that would mandate a pregnancy. You you know, well, but but you guys don't understand. What did you say? Mandated. Well, so here's the deal. They got to have sex all the time (laughs) with everybody. They can't. They can't. They can't stop. They can't. Oh, they don't even know. It's it's like breathing. Yeah. So. Well, that's interesting because th- th- I'm fine with if you get married, that's within yeah. the, the confines. Maybe we've missed the context of what's going on here. Yeah. But part of it, too, is when I hear him say things like they're mandatory, uh, mandatory pregnancy, government mandated pregnancies. It's like, wait, wait a second. I don't know a law that is doing that. Yeah. That doesn't exist. This is this is political jargon that doesn't exist. The well, only thing it that works. I, it works, though. But what I but what I, mean, I did hear though is that he's against the natural order of a way a woman was designed and made and what she's for the metaphysical realities of a woman. Yeah, she has breasts for a reason. Yeah, she has a womb for a reason. Her body is designed differently than man's for a reason. Mm-hmm. There is a reality to her existence that extreme she is extreme maga. Extreme oh, that's MAGA. so that's what he's talking. Yeah. Okay, extreme MAGA. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, but here's a deal. He is. There's one thing that's really, really scary. You can only fight against reality so long before you run into a brick wall, right. and then it's too late. Yeah. The, the same, the same logic could be used. I mean, what, what if you know you decide you've got three or four kids, you know, and you yeah, decide what, exactly parenting's not for me anymore. Right. Anymore, I'm just going to shoot them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if 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 you don't let me shoot my kids, this is government mandated parenting. Yeah, I do not want to be a parent. You know what's scary is that that's on the way. I know that is like right, right. around the corner. Euthanasia. I mean, they're uh, right. changing the name of I mean, it. Like, like there's, well, there's, and don't forget that what the bill is actually about. I know. This is I'm just so going to bring, so bring it up. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's specifically designed to this bill is to provide a healthcare practitioner who is present at present at what an abortion, the abortion right a murder exercise the same degree of care as would reasonably be provided to any other child born alive at the same gestational s- s- age. Yeah, ensure the child is immediately admitted to the hospital. And additionally, a healthcare practitioner or other employee who has knowledge of a failure to comply with the degree of care requirements must immediately report such failure to law enforcement. So those are three things. Here's what Representative Nadler had to say. Oh, I know you want to get into this, but you got to listen mm. to this first. Mm. Okay. The problem with this bill 
is not that it makes anything that it is not that it provides any new protection for infants. The problem with this bill is that it endangers some infants by stating that that infant must immediately be brought to the hospital, where, depending on the circumstances, that may be the right thing to do for the health and survival of that infant, or it may not. That is the problem with this bill. It, it, what you it, just um, said. Um, directs and, and mandates a certain medical care which may not be appropriate, which may be in danger the life of an infant in certain circumstances. That's why we oppose this bill. Not what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I was anxious so, for that one. So he's arguing. For real. He's arguing that, okay, if you, if you murder a baby and it's born alive, if yeah. you try to murder a baby yeah. it's born alive, and then this bill's mandating that you take that baby to the hospital, and that could endanger the baby further. That was his argument. Right. That's not good. What you just said. Is one of the, <laughs> we are all now dumber yeah. having heard it. But, but somebody we, ask him, like, what, like, you know, I mean, like, okay, so what would you put in the bill to ensure yeah. that this baby that was born alive, that's been born alive after attempted murder, yeah. would not be put in further danger? Yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what would you put? They don't, I mean, they, they don't want to, they don't have that conversation. Yeah, yeah. So now here, here's, here's why we're in this conversation. Here's why we're having this problem now is, is because of, of the church. And I'm going to make that statement now, um, but here's representative Hillary um, Schmutz. I mean, Schulten. Um, <laughs> whoa, uh, whoa. At homonym? Who's a Democrat in upper state Michigan. And a Christian we'll, we'll make all, Democrat. We'll make, we'll make all the connection here in a minute. Here's what she had to say about this bill of parental and maternal rights and in opposition to H.R. 26. I'm the first mother in history to represent West Michigan in Congress. This matter is deeply personal to me. I recently shared publicly about my own experience navigating a complex miscarriage and the loss of my daughter. As a pro-choice Christian who chose life, this issue is so personal to me. My faith informs my actions, but it doesn't dictate the policy of an entire nation. And further, when I read the scripture, I turn to passages and I'm guided by passages like Jeremiah 1 verses 5, which states, I knew you before I formed you and I placed you in your mother's womb. It doesn't say the government's womb or the speaker's womb. It says the mother's womb. I believe life is precious, but I reject the idea that if I embrace the sanctity of life, I also must be forced to invite the federal government in to regulate it. We must protect families from unnecessary government intrusion into the most sacred and personal decisions of our the lives and our children's lives. Unbelievable. This is hilarious. Unbelievable. She pulled out that verse? Yeah. She choked herself to death with that verse. Yeah. Literally oh, wrapped yeah, the noose yeah, around her. I just okay. have to know, Pastor. So here's the deal. So she's uh, part of the CRC. Yeah. Christian Reformed Church. Well, you right? notice the city she lives in, Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. And you know what college is in that town? Yep. Yeah. That, uh, Calvin, Calvin, Calvin College. Her yeah. husband is a professor mm -hmm. at, Calvin College. At, Cal yeah. at Calvin College. Jesse Holcomb. Now, here, I, I looked it up, and it's Jesse Holcomb. Now, I was a little taken back because my wife has my last name. You want to have your last name? 
Yeah, she does. She got your last you, you got. Oh, yeah. Hey, Neil, if you get married soon, is your wife going to have your last name? Okay, he, he's a, a certain that's true. I mean, he, he wanted <laughs> um, to shake his head. Yeah, but, but you know. he, he's, he's concentrating he's looking, right yeah, now. He's looking for it. Probably <laughs> looking on the date now. Anyway, <laughs> I just noticed that Jesse's wife don't have his last name. Yeah, that's your yeah. And I just don't know why. Yeah, right. And I'm not trying to say anything. Well, <laughs> because he's but also, I'm curious. He's not washing his wife with the word either. I'm well, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm just so I look at this and I'm thinking to myself, how in the world? Yeah. Would Pastor Toby handle, I don't know, somebody who's a member of church that happened to be a representative in Washington? What kind of conversation would you be having with good old Jesse? Uh, <laughs> they, putting Toby on the spot just here. One, I, just, I just wanted to know. Like, you what know, would the elders be doing here? They, well, I mean, I mean, first of all, like, you know, if, if you're, 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 you're preaching, you're teaching, I mean, I don't know why this guy's going to even sh- darken the door of your church if he yeah. knows that you're going to actually tell him what the Bible says. Oh, so it's a pastor's fault, whatever church he's going to, something's wrong. And tell him that yeah. he needs to leave his uh, wife uh, and his yeah. wife needs but, to submit. But, but if he, for some reason, has started co- bringing his family to my church, yeah. and then I see this on national television— um, I'm gonna shoot him a text and say, "Hey, let's let's get let's get some coffee." Yeah, because what, 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 what's going on? And maybe we start with the, the last name business. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. we start you know somewhere else. But we, you know, what um, you know, what what um, how's your family? How's your marriage? Um, how are you thinking about this? Um, but, are you pro-choice? But uh, but yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to bring this up. I, you, you, you say, you know, she's she's uh, you know, she's just used the scriptures on national television and. Um, she's twisting them. What type of morality or higher form of morality is she going to bring to Congress that she thinks the government needs to submit to apart from the faith that she has? Now, gratefully, I'm like, I wonder what kind of face she got. <laughs> That's strong. Mm-hmm. But I wonder when people are talking like this. Well, this is, well, this is like this is this is um, satanic. Yeah, what she's, at, what she's doing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what this is what Satan does. He right. he quotes Bible verses mm-hmm. in order to get people to sin. Mm. This is this is what the devil does with Jesus in the wilderness, yeah. um, and so um, I mean, I, I don't have any. I, you know, that's <laughs> I, okay. Let me. I want to say this before we end about this bill. Um, this bill is a nothing bill. This is a trash bill, and it's a bill that the House, if they're only using it as a political toy to try and get the Democrats to look bad, that's the only thing that it's good for. But it's not good for anything else. We already had a bill twenty two years ago that protect p- infants born alive. So what are we doing with this? This is trash. Well, is I, tra- I mean, I definitely and, think the Republicans are playing politics here. They're just make, trying to make the Democrats look as bad as possible. Def- well, they're definitely, They've done that with the IRS they're, bill. They're doing look, it with this bill. You they're know. definitely yeah. posturing, but this isn't yeah. something that was like, this is not a rah-rah thing for me. This mm-hmm. is very disappointing because what they're doing at the end of the day, they're only going to cause murder mills and abortion mills to figure out how to become far more lethal in what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, now— if, if they wanted to make a real statement, that they ought to ban abortion. <laughs> How about that? I mean, full out. It, it would. It would. No, just like straight. Yeah, yeah. Just full out. All abortion is is murder. Period. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. They ought to do that right now. It would have the exact same effect as this one, and it'd be more real. But it would actually more be more real. More scripture. More, yeah, more yeah, truthful. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, at that's the good. same at the same that's time, good. you know, I think it is worth noting that 210 Democrats, I think all but two of them, yeah, voted against that, this that bill. after shooting yeah. the baby. It's born alive somehow survives. Yep. You you um you are not required yep. to provide you know life saving care. I mean, yep. I mean what the what the first guy said what the first guy said mandating pregnancies. We're not even talking about banning abortion. Right. We're talking about whether or not if a baby that survives an attempted abortion yeah. 
can be given life-saving care yeah. or not, but, or be required but, to. I, I get it, but that's a secondary issue off of the first problem. Oh, we are at a murder mill, right. and we're saying your murder didn't go through, and so we want to make sure that yeah. that person yeah. who survives your murder. No, no, no. How about you don't get to kill human yeah. beings? Why right. is it that this lady didn't right. say, the right. Bible says thou shalt not commit murder? No, that right. wasn't her comment, no. and that wasn't the Republicans either. Right. Right. That's the problem that I have with yeah. it. Like, no, she's bad. Yeah. But the Republicans who are putting forth a bill didn't say, yeah. God said thou shalt not commit murder. Right. So. Right. All right. We got a teenager who is fighting the good fight out in Canada. Canada. Out in Canada. If you have the backstage, you know who we're about to talk to. More cross politics coming up next. Might put you to shame what you're doing here in America. That's Don't miss right. it. It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger. Welcome back to Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Today's culture shifts like sand. But New St. Andrews College is established on Christ the Immovable Rock. It is a premier institution that forges evangelical leaders who don't fear or hate the world. We Guided by God's word, they take the world back because they're equipped with the genius of classical liberal arts and God-honoring mm, wisdom. Praise thanks God. to a faculty dedicated to academic rigor and to God's kingdom. Find out more today at nsa.com. Edu. That's the real NSA. That's the real, the NSA. real NSA. The one that's the not, one I trust. The one that's <laughs> not <laughs> listening into all our phone calls right yeah, now. Yeah. Hey, we're really grateful to have with us uh, on the line two guests. Actually, we have um, high schooler Josh Alexander, a student at Saint Joseph's Catholic High School in Renfrew, Ontario, um, and his lawyer, Mister James what? Kitchen. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I mean. It's Six, always serious when the six, lawyer joins 16 you. 16-year-olds don't just go on podcasts every day, you know. <laughs> James Kitchen is a civil litigation lawyer committed to fiercely defending civil li liberties, upholding constitutional human rights, and advocating for health freedom, both inside and outside the courts. James launched his own practice in 2021 and has appeared before trial and appellate-level courts in multiple provinces, as well as various tribunals across the country. Uh, James... Uh, thanks for being on the show, and uh, and Josh, thanks for joining us on Cross Politic. Thanks for having us, Josh. So uh, we hear you got yourself into a little bit of hot water up there uh, in in, uh, in Ontario. Um, 
you staged some kind of protest. Um, uh, why, what, what are you thinking? Yeah. So just a little bit of background. I'm a American and Canadian citizen living in Canada right now. And, uh, I was previously known for organizing student walkouts during the Freedom Convoy. And uh, I got suspended from my school probably three times there, and I decided to switch to the Catholic uh, school board. Not long into my time at the Catholic board, I was informed by female students that male students were using the the female washrooms, and uh, that obviously made them uncomfortable. So uh, I took that to the administrators, and uh, they wanted nothing to do with it, so... Long story short, I ended up organizing a uh, a student walkout, and uh, that ended up getting me an indefinite suspension. And uh, from there, I was removed from school for up twenty days. And uh, James has taken on my case to appeal the suspension. And uh, yeah, I've now been suspended a second time for returning to school, and now given a trespassing notice of my own school. <laughs> wow. So you're just really good at getting suspended. Um, so, no, basically <laughs> no, start, dude, start getting better grades. All right, man. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so some female students are the ones that actually told you about this and were concerned, uncomfortable when you staged this walkout. Um, I mean, how big is the school you're at and how many students participated in the walkout? Uh, in the end, only about 10 students joined the walkout because they suspended me before the walkout took place. So I released a poster online, and two days before the actual day of the walkout, they suspended me and then went class to class and uh, basically threatened the students uh, with uh, wow. with uh, punishment if they uh, walked out. Wow. Wait, how could they suspend I, you? It was looking like... How, how could they suspend you before anything was done? You just said something online. What were they suspending you for initially? Uh, they said that I may have violated the safe schools policy and uh, they'd have <gasps> to conduct a 20-day investigation. They also informed my parents that they'd have to contact the uh, local police uh, regarding hate-based comments. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. What, what kind of hate-based comments? Is this is this like a high school sitcom? I mean, I can't I can't quite figure out what's going on here right now. Is it parody? <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Yeah, so there were there were a couple of different things they were refer, referring to, but most of it was just um, class discussion where I had said that there's only two genders and uh, so hateful that males shouldn't be in female washrooms and uh, yeah, I, I I rejected that there's a any such biological thing as a uh, transgender. I said identity is one thing, but biology is a different. Dude, you were such and, uh, a that bigot. Was apparently hateful. You were such a bigot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so clearly, clearly you hate everyone. So Josh, help me understand this. So you got girls who are concerned about boys entering the washroom while they're there and using the bathroom while they're there. You decide to take it to decide to, to, to do this walkout you bring it before the school. What was the school's response to the boys being in the women's washroom? So, yeah, the principal actually told me that uh, he wouldn't pursue my personal crusade when I uh, brought this to him. And uh, he told me that another female student would have to express the same concern. So I actually found one female student brave enough to speak out. 
and uh, he still ignored her. So that's why I had to step it up with the walkout and get it in the media. And uh, that's kind of spiraled out of control. So what? the process was you first going to the principal to try and say, hey, protect yeah. our girls. Right. And then you had the walk to say, well, you're and not going to do it. We're going to do the walkout. Yeah. So what is um, the community think, the broader community in her town um, saying about all this? Uh, there's conflicting results. Like uh, I had uh, three different pride groups show up to my school to protest me. Um, there's even a union from the uh, capital city, Ottawa. Uh, they got bussed up <laughs> and uh, protested. But... Uh, I got I got a few supporters to come out, but it, it's been uh, it's been difficult because it's such a controversial topic, especially here in Canada with Bill C four and all that. What about what about the church? Our churches, our pastors, like oh man, we got to come and you know um, uh, back this situation. We got to come and bring you know backing and help to to Josh. What's going on with the churches? Well, so far, at least locally, it's been a very slow response. There's been, I've had a couple conversations with a few different churches, and that's still ongoing. But uh, Liberty Coalition and uh, the churches connected with that have really been the only ones gutsy enough to stand up and support me. I'm sorry, when you say unions, you're talking about teacher unions, right? No, it was a workers' union. I forget the name of it right now. A workers' union? But it was a workers' union in Ottawa. Yeah. Why is a workers' union coming to a high, a college school to protest you? They want that trans money. In high school, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Is it a health union? Something to do with health? I don't believe so. Here, let me see if I can find it. It might take a second. Yeah, while you're looking for that, go ahead, Pastor. I interrupt uh, you. Well, I was just going to ask James. So, um, so you've taken on a case... Um, to represent Josh, and I mean, first of all, so what is the um, what is the case exactly? I mean, keep Josh in high school. I mean, what what is it? <laughs> and uh, and and then and and then you know, um, wh- what do you think are the? Um, I mean, I don't understand. Uh, I don't know Canadian law, um, and I also don't know Canadian precedent very well. Um, what are you thinking? Uh, what what are the likely outcomes of this case? Um, what are your chances there? Um, what do you think, what are the steps that you're likely facing? Is the Pope involved? (laughs) (laughs) Not spoken to the Pope. Uh. Um, (laughs) Well, okay, so there's a couple different issues, right? We got the suspension that he got before the break. Now he's got a new suspension, right? So you can appeal these suspensions, right? Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to end up in court right away. I could eventually, but so I'm, I'm doing that, or at least I'm attempting to. The other side has, has given me some reasons why we, we shouldn't be able to do that. So that's one issue. Other issue is that what's happening to him, as far as I'm concerned, is religious discrimination, right? Which which is on actually outlawed in Canada through the Ontario Human Rights Code, right? So if we don't resolve this, if the school doesn't 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 fix this, if they don't stop what they're doing, then I am going to bring uh, an application to the Ontario Human Rights Tribunal saying, look, this is discrimination. This kid has expressed his religious beliefs, and now he's being excluded. Mm-hmm. He's being kicked out of class because of it. segregation. Right. It's, it's about as blatantly discriminatory as you can get. Um, so that's not lawful, and it needs to stop. And the you know the the the, the, the school board needs to recognize that. 
So there's a couple of different ways this is go, this can go depending on how the school board responds. Uh, I want to add add one thing here. Um, as I understand the facts of the situation, Josh was at a public school. The pandemic happened, and so he left to go to hopefully a better school, which ended up being just kind of a local Catholic well, yeah, parochial school. Yeah. So he ended up he's easy evangelical Christian. He's not Catholic, but ends up at this um, Catholic school because they thought it was a better situation given the right. how the government schools were dealing with the pandemic and COVID and shutdown and everything, and then. It, it turns out apparently the Catholic school is worse than the government school <laughs> or at least as bad. Well, you, you got, yeah, you got to keep in mind, of course, um, the Catholic, these public Catholic schools in Canada are almost as public as, as the public secular schools, right? Okay. They're constitutionalized. They get full government funding. Um, and, and ultimately there's, there's at least in a lot of these Catholic schools, there isn't any difference as far as ideology or politics or policies or the way they do things right now. There are some Catholic schools that are really Catholic, but there's quite a few of them that, that, that aren't right. And that's sort of, this is being exposed. I think some people know that, but apparently I've, I've learned a lot of people aren't, they sort of do assume if it's a Catholic school, it must actually be Catholic and Catholic beliefs, like, you know, not being able to switch genders, yeah. Uh, they're not being more than two genders. Beliefs would be okay in a Catholic yeah. school, but you know, in the woke ones, no, that's not how it goes. Josh, uh, do you have a lot of the student body like secretly behind you? I mean, do you got? Do you think you got most of the support from the student body at the school? <laughs> What's that like? Um, I had quite a few supporters. Um, I haven't had a chance to actually go back and talk and kind of fill out the crowd in quite a while. I was only there shortly on Monday, and that's. When I returned, I got the trespassing notice, but uh, I would say I was looking at approximately 100 students were going to walk out with me. How long? And then, Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. They just went class to class and uh, intimidated them all. Right. But uh, I haven't had a whole lot of contact lately. How long? I'm also you- new, very new to the school. I only joined that's in September. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going right. to ask is how long you've been at how the school. How many students total? So you said about 100 students possibly were with you. How many students total at the school? I actually don't know. Probably six hundred, maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. Nice high school. Uh, all, remember, all you need is like Gideon's men. That's all you need, bro. So yeah. it, I actually want to ask about that. I mean, uh, um, so Josh, you're a sixteen-year-old high school student. That's right. You uh, staged some walkouts during the convoys and during COVID. Um, now you're active again. I mean, I guess I'm just curious. I mean, even as you're describing the rest of the student body, I mean, you had a hundred students that said they're with you in the end about 10. Um, it's, I mean, unfortunately it's relatively rare for high school students to be standing up like this. Yeah. Um, what, um, what makes you, what makes you, what's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) What, what, what makes you My tick? social credit score is low. <laughs> so, social credit score. Oh, his, social, his social credit score. <laughs> well, I knew that just as soon as I heard about the story. But um, no, but what? But what drives you? I mean, what motivates you? As soon as it went negative, I gave up. <laughs> well, just as a as a young man, as a young Christian man, I, I feel a conviction, especially in a world that attacks traditional masculinity or traditional femininity. It's it's quite pathetic the way that the society responds to all this stuff so i just feel that an obligation to stand up uh when nobody else will you know it's, you know, it's just i mean you think simple. about yeah. <laughs> you think it's pretty simple right, right. It's just but you also simple. think about you like, want to run last, for congress 
The we last, could use you in the Ameri- in U.S. Yeah, Congress back, too. Come back to the U.S. You, you think about the last um, two years, you know, 2020, 2020 to now. Yeah. How many adults stood up like Josh is doing right now? Yeah. Like, how many pastors? Three stood up like Josh <laughs> is doing right now. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, how many people are walking out of Disney because of their woke groomer culture mm-hmm. right now? Right. You know how how what are you doing at your school to kind of push the narrative to push your school to, to react like this. Right. Um, I mean, we, we, we need to be far more thoughtful as Christians to be able to kind of um, get schools to react the way Josh's schools reacted towards him. Hey James, I want to ask you before we go, what's the way that people can help Josh? I know there's probably financial, but there's other ways too. just being loud about this is one of the important things that we can do. That share button has a lot of impact. Um, And the people who know that the LGBTQ silent P movements, Mm -hmm. they know that. And that's why they share and push. And it's important. So but what are some things with this case that would be helpful? And how can people who are listening to this um, benefit what's going on with Josh? Well, I mean, you said it. Of course, they can donate to Liberty Coalition Canada. Um, that's how we are able to level the playing field legally is, uh, you know, we accept donations and then I'm able to go to bat uh, for cases like this. Right. We, we were able to pick this up. Uh, Josh and his parents don't have a ton of money. Right. Normally, these fights are never had because there's nobody who's capable of doing them, who's brave enough to do them and, um, you know, actually has the resources being paid so that it can happen. So that's happening. And I encourage people to continue making it happen by, by donating to Liberty Coalition Canada. But you said it, and I've been saying it, you know, all the last few days, and I've said it for for the last few years. Um, people got to stop sen- stop self censoring. That's a serious problem in Canada. It's less self censoring. Yep. Yeah. Self censoring. Um, it's a serious problem because you're just signing yourselves up for social and political and intellectual slavery every time you don't actually speak your mind. Every time you quietly believe this but don't actually say you support it, <clears throat> um, you're just contributing to the problem. So I've been trying to encourage people the last few years. Look, you don't agree with masks. You don't agree with the transgenderism. You don't agree with climate change. You don't agree with evolution, whatever it is. Uh, you don't agree with government tyranny. God, say so. Say, I'm going to be counted. This isn't okay. Um, there's more of us than you think. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my reasons respectfully and boldly why this is wrong and I'm not okay with it. Mm. Wow, that's good. All right. Hey, praying for you guys. Wish yeah. you the best. Keep fighting. Keep us up to date. And we want to know. Yeah, exactly. We want to know what's going on with this case. So if you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Hit that share button. It's so easy. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross-politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. Home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy.